This is the Water Boys podcast presented by Crossing Broad. Hello, everybody. I am Coach Gary. Back from his month-long trip to Spain is Mr. Kyle Pagan. How was gallivanting around um, the world's dumbest continent? It there's a reason why America is number one. I'll tell we you. We right always now. this is this clip will come off just like we like just put a MAGA hat on both of us right now. I swear <laughs> I'm just wearing a red Disney World hat, not a Trump hat right now. The power grid is better. The Wi-Fi is better. The uh, plumbing is better. The showers are better. The roads are better. It's just an all-around America is. It's the. I know you're gonna. People are gonna be like, well, the you know China is a superpower. Yeah, whatever. We're, we still have democracy, and we still have good plumbing, good yeah. Wi-Fi. Wait, wait, what was, what's your? You mentioned the plumbing now twice. Did you clog a bunch of toilets over there? Oh, Europe is known for <laughs> shitty plumbing. No pun intended. I didn't know that. Oh my God, do they? They're there. I think it's sub pumps or wells, whatever it is. If you like, some places you have to take your dirty, shitty um, toilet paper and throw it out. In yeah, that's the gross. year of our Lord, twenty twenty two. Not in Spain. I was lucky. I was lucky that enough of that. But yeah, man, it's just no. It's a country that's been around for for seven thousand, ten thousand years for a yeah. reason, and 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 America's only been around for not even three hundred. And I prefer American. I'm so happy to be back in my hyper, element. I have hyper flush toilets over here. Yeah, you got a bidet. I do. I listen. I'm. This is a. This is a, another PSA. Like I know the bidet comes up a decent amount. It's it's life changing. I just don't think I can get water shut up my ass just yet. It doesn't go all the way up. I know. I'm not like a. I'm not like a, a homophobe or anything. I, but I like, do feel I like just, I've been extra gassy since I've gone to the bidet life. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I just I don't think I would shift around on yeah. the toilet. Like you I gotta, don't think I would do the the connect four. One, two, three, four. Like the see, I do split. the whole when I'm on there. I go. I do that song where I go. I did my dance one time on TikTok. Went by. I just like I did. I, I jam with it and then I get up and go. Okay. All right. Hey, have you seen that? It, you have a cleaner ass. Oh, hundred percent. Okay. I was the notorious mud butt guy. Now, get the cleanest butt in the world. That's the biggest revelation since I turned thirty. Is the bidet. Were you a diaper rash guy? Eh, I would chafe, sure. I think you call it diaper rash, I call it chafing, and then there's the whole five things. I'm a big boy, I have more friction. But yeah, I would get what you would call diaper rash, sure. Yeah, I get diaper rash. Maybe I do have to do... Uh, me, me, and my son shine, me and my son sometimes share diaper rash cream. Jessica Alba makes great diaper rash cream. Oh, you're on The Honest Company? Oh, yeah, you can't not do The Honest Company. I love America. Cool, good for and you, the environment. That's, yeah, That's honest of you, and that's awesome of you. What else is uh? What, what was what? Wait, name one good thing about Spain. The food. Did you enjoy it? Did you have a good uh, time? Oh, I, I I did. I had. A, I'm, I'm I went for a week. Good for about four days. Four days, and then I'm <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm ready to come to do back. a four day Europe trip. Yeah. No, and people and and people in my uh my party, let's call it, mm-hmm. would also say that. Like I had buddies that were just ready to get back, and and my I think my mom was ready to get back. I think Yoko was ready to get back. Like it's just Spain was an interesting to, choice. How'd you coming out? How'd you settle in Spain? Uh, I don't know if I told you this. I got drunk at a silent auction like three years ago okay. and just raised my hand. And the last time I was going to raise my hand, I won. Nobody outbid me. And I didn't go too crazy. I think it was like $3,200, if we're being honest. And you still had to pay for flights and whatnot. But at the time, I couldn't afford it. It was stupid. I just got yeah. drunk at an auction. And, you know, I was feeling myself. I was recently single. I love I love that you were reckless with $3,200. I love that about you. I can't Thank do that you, anymore. Um. Yeah, it's just like Spain's an interesting choice. Like if I'm mm-hmm. going to go to Europe, and I am going to go to Europe, and I think my wife and I are planning our trip for a five, we're going to go to Scotland because like okay. that's more up my alley. 
Shitty plumbing. I'm assuming there will be, and I'm assuming I'm lactose intolerant. I know they use a lot of cream. I think I'm going to like, I think I might bring in my own toilet. Shitty roads. Yeah. I, had to I drive, think they I drive think. on the other side of the road. They do drive on the other side of the road. But I'm going to go drink, not. I'm going to go drink a bunch of scotch in Scotland with my wife and have a great time. Um, now snap back to reality. God, the Sixers are so, so, so they suck. This is where the, again, ready for the vibe to go down. The vibe's about to go down, everybody. <laughs> the, I, I texted you today. And I, I was just like, I, I don't understand why we prep for this podcast. And we didn't prep for this podcast. So if it's all mm-hmm. over the place, bear with us. We don't have a guest. We fucked up. Well, well, we well hold on. So we were trying to get David Dodge, but he oh. ghosted us. Do we talk about it right now or do we talk about it when we get to the top five? Well, we'll talk about it when we get to the five. The, the, do the Sixers first. Let's, let you. me hear your misery take all on right. the Sixers. Oh, and, and breaking. I didn't watch any of that Sixers game last night. I, I, I tweeted out fake news. That's okay. Hey, it's you're my second Trump, re- Trump reference of the, of the podcast. <laughs> you're not the first uh, person to do fake news on, on Twitter. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, I, I texted you today and I said, hey, listen, like I don't have anything for this podcast. I don't have anything on the Sixers. I don't have anything because it's it's like you, you craft these takes. You, you, you do all this work and stuff. And I God bless people who do this five days a week who have oh to talk about the God. Sixers. Because you could talk about the Sixers today and then tomorrow your take is already is already done. It's because so- this team... I just can't, I can't, I don't understand him. It's, and it's I'm not even mad at Joel Embiid. And I'm not even mad at the effort of mm-hmm. yesterday. Because if you didn't think they weren't going to go down there and shit the bed, or if it at least was a possibility in Miami, then you just haven't watched the Sixers all season long. And Gary might have thought they were going to win because he hasn't nope. watched the Sixers all year long. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Did not think they were going to win. I knew this was coming. Did they get an extra night in Miami? Did they go down the night before? I don't know, honestly. Yeah. I, I really that's don't. That's a storyline that's being talked about on ESPN. I'd rather that storyline, though, than the than the uh, MB doesn't care or he's mad at the MVP. He's known about the MVP for a month now. We've all known about the MVP. He's one of those plugged in athletes we know. He he does not um, perform well when people know he's injured. Like he's a daytime Emmy actor. Like he really plays up the injury. Gary, he's got a torn thumb and a. And a I know that. Face. I'm just saying like he just like can't hide it at all. You think Kobe would show it? He rolled his Achilles down. He's got a he's got a mask on. Of course he can't hide it. I know. No, I'm just saying, like, it's just like the theatric of every time he gets hit, he's like throwing himself on the ground. Like he's, he's always ten- been like that. I know, but it's just like it just he doesn't he doesn't play hurt well. Like you he you could just tell he's hurt. Who do you hate on another team that you think you would love on your team? Philip Rivers. There you go. Well, well, Philip Rivers is a warrior though. Like, I know. Who's a, Who's a guy that you you like can't st- – uh, Kyle Lowry. You hate Kyle Lowry, but you love him if he's on your Actually, team. Actually, are we in the trust tree? Can I say this? Go right ahead. Probably, probably Chase Utley. There, see? Yeah. You would. Yeah, yeah if he was on my – but he's a piece of shit. So. But, and you're mad at him because he broke some – Ruben Tejada? What's yeah. that guy doing now? I think he's playing in the Puerto Rico League, buddy. Yeah, if Ruben Tejada was going to lead level you guys to the World Series, you had, a, you had more <laughs> problems than you thought you had – no, I've hated, I hated him way before that. He just killed the match. That's the whole thing. But yeah, like if we're on the trust tree, like, yeah. Ryan Zimmerman, Max Scherzer. Hate Never him. bothered me. I love him here. Jeremy Shockey, I hate him. I wouldn't like him here, though. Maybe a couple seasons. I don't no. Know. But no. The thing is with, like, if everyone wants to, uh, there's a couple things I want to touch on. Embiid's hurt. Embiid's got a broken face and he's got yep. a torn thumb. I just, uh, at the end of the day, that's what it is. And if anyone's mad at the effort of, of, 
of yesterday. I was more angry at the effort of games four and five of the series last year, or games one and two of the <laughs> series this year, when I stayed up to 1.30 in the fucking morning, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning to watch those games on shitty Spain Wi-Fi. <laughs> Back to Spain. Back to Spain. It's I'll so, never go uh, back to Spain. Never going one and done on Spain, huh? One and done on Spain. Now, will you also be rooting against them in the World Cup this year? Yes. Okay, good. Today, I like baby. that. I like that. Um, I think my whole thing with the Sixers, I'm just so fucking sick of them. I'm so, I haven't even watched them and I'm sick of them. I'm so sick of hearing people talk about the Philadelphia 76ers. Like I, 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 I want them to lose tomorrow night. I just want it over. I, I don't want anything to do with them. Game like, four become, was so fun. I've become so much of a, I hate talking about the Sixers guy to where I'm starting to just hate the Sixers. Do you hate the takes? Do you hate because I, there's Luke, there's takes don't. on one side and there's takes on another side, or do you think do you hate because they don't have like this this motherfucker on their team? Like they could really use a guy who's just a like a Jimmy Butler type who's just yeah, a I motherfucker just like and like, say, "Hey, I'm gonna." I win just this feel game. like it's a they just roll the ball out there and play. Sometimes I hate Doc Rivers. Like I actually think it's fueled by that. I hate him. He's my least favorite coach of all time. I haven't seen mm-hmm. a single like I've seen maybe four Sixers games since he's been tenured, but I hear the clips and I hate the guy. Like, I can't watch. His face bothers me. Everything about Doc Rivers and the Sixers persona just bothers me right now. I love Joel Embiid. I love everything about him. I think he's a little bit of a daytime Emmy actor when he's out there, and that's, you know, that's that's the modern athlete. I'm fine with that. But, like, you know, I'm not a big James Harden guy. I I wasn't big on the trade. I understood you had to do it. And I just feel like it's been like years and years of like, here we go. Here we go. We're so close. We're so close. And every time they make the big move, it's the wrong big move. Like, I, I again, I know you had to make the hardened deal. That was the only thing you could do. But I also think like Maury in the back of his mind has to know, like, this isn't a team that compete for a championship because there's no depth on the team. I mean, the second they have to go to their sixth man, they can't win. And on top of that, I'm starting to hate Daryl Morey. <laughs> because like, everyone's everyone's like, oh, Daryl Moore will figure this. Daryl will figure it out. The guy hasn't done shit since he's got here. I know it's been two years. The guy hasn't won shit, and he hasn't done shit since he's got here. Like we celebrate him like he's this fantastic general manager. All he's done is fail in the playoffs. Well, he is a he's a process guy because the process nerds are more calculator driven driven people. I would I would say the guys who were like, hey, you got to do this to like. I would say they more. I would say you get you get a lot of nerdy process guys more than you get like, you know, also, four for four construction I, I workers. Basketball Sorry. has really, basketball has really like the basketball like fandom has really just hit a core with me where I just don't like it. I feel like people root for players; they don't root for teams. This is the younger people, and like it just like they're all about like the player movement and that stuff. Like the Eagles, like it. Like the reason why I like the Eagles so much is because we're coming back and forth every year because of the team, and we love that team so much. I feel like the the new NBA fan isn't that way. They're like, oh, I'll root for the Sixers for now. But once they suck, I'm just going to go be a fan of somebody else. Like, there's no loyalty to it. Are you saying these Sixers fans today could have not gotten through the Eddie Jordan and Doug Collins years? I don't know, because I didn't get through them either, because I didn't watch. <laughs> and it, it, it really that little Larry Brown? Like, like you, don't know, this- you don't know Sixers basketball team Larry Brown and Brett Brown. No, I don't. And it's funny because like I remember watching like what was it, the O three finals or something like that. And just like right away like I oh one, whatever. I just remember being like, they're not gonna win this series. Like you could just tell right away. Eight year old, nine year old Gary yeah, just I just remember the- I just I just had takes back then. But it's just like <laughs> I don't know. I think it really comes down to and like, you know what? Let's just call a spade a spade. I just don't like basketball. 
Yeah, and that's I the thing. I used, like to, <laughs> I used to want to force you because we have a sports podcast, and I think you should watch basketball games. But it's like it's it's like forcing me to watch like hockey. Like I don't, yeah. I'm not a hockey guy. Like you're an Islanders fan. You understand what's going on with the Flyers and everything. They get. I just know they get the fifth pick in a four player draft. Let's fucking yeah, go Flyers. Uh, they always get stuck. They'll have Brad Trot soon, and they'll dance on my grave. But that's true. Fine. But that's something that I don't even want to talk about. That I don't care until. Exactly. It's June and they're in the playoffs or it's May and they're in the playoffs. Right. I put my pink hat back on and I'm flyered up. Exactly. I just like I and I hate the fact that the Sixers kind of ascended the like popularity tr- trophy to two. Like they talk about the Sixers so much on the radio now because, y- you know, as much as 94 WIP tries, you can't talk about the Eagles every day. <laughs> You can't do it every day. So at some point you have to talk about another sport. And since they don't talk about hockey and there's really not much to talk about with the Phillies right now, they're just force feeding me fucking basketball. And the problem is like this, this is is where the NFL is so genius because they only play one game a week and the whole week is a story. There's storylines every day coming out to a buildup of a game. Even the off season is built perfectly for just to always talk about it. The NBA, you just like wipe the slate clean and the next day you're playing again. It's a different opponent, but now it's, now it's a playoff series. I get that, but it's just like it's one of the it, greatest just, storytelling leagues. I think it's a better storytelling league than. Uh, I think it's the drama the that you like so much. It's yeah, a, it's a it's a reality. You don't love TV the drama. I love that. You don't love Baker Mayfield wanting to go into some guy who works in uh, accounting in his cube and just boo the fuck out of him. You don't oh, love yeah. that. I mean, I love. I I have said this multiple times on the podcast. If I go back into the office, which I hopefully I will be soon, I would love to have Baker Mayfield come boo me. <laughs> And then after so that, maybe, go, hey, Baker, maybe, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> maybe, maybe, can I get, maybe we get a beer after that? Can you sign something for my son? He would be, uh, he would actually be like a jaw drop. I'm very excited to meet him personally. Really? Oh, yeah. I love Baker Mayfield. I just okay. do. Well, you named your kid after him, so. Well, I didn't name my kid after him. It was That was where the first time I heard the name Baker, but, you know, I love Baker Mayfield. He's the best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Once he Did grabbed he- his crotch, I'm like, that's my guy. Didn't didn't name your kid after him, but hey, you that you heard it. Like I, well, I don't have a kid, so I can't compare it. Yeah, Sixers though, I think they win six. Yeah, I think we go back to seven. That's the annoying thing. They're gonna win tomorrow night, and they're gonna gonna win convincingly. And then I'm just so prepared for them to be roll out some dog shit effort in Game Seven. Yeah, I know that's coming. It'll be another all season of like, and you're gonna pay Harden. Oh, yeah, Harden's getting paid, which is actually good. I think Harden opting in is better than Harden getting a max deal, which would be the richest contract. Well, if he opts in, I'd be happier. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he's opting in. He is, like, that's already confirmed. Um, But, like, even with the salary cap going up, if they did offer him, like, a max deal, I'd be like, okay, you know, with salary cap stuff. But it's like, I know, you know, sell me on something. Go get me a PJ Tucker or something. Someone with a little bit of dog in him. I'm with, that's that's right. Go get me some dog. Yeah, go get me a couple dogs. Give me a couple guys in the kennel. Like, like everyone does it. Like get me more Maybe Philly guys. Um, uh, give me, give me both. <laughs> no, we can't afford both. I don't know if the one is back from Whiplash yet, but you know, <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, the guy, the guy's like uh, Jack Nicholson in uh, what's the Adam Sandler movie where he shows up in oh in anger the, management. Uh, anger yeah. management. He shows up in the courthouse with a neck brace and takes it and off. His name's not Fat Shit Cat. It's Meatball. <laughs> <laughs> He's eating your crab cakes right now. <laughs> Great fucking movie. Oh my god. Yeah, Sixers are gonna win. And then in game seven, who who fucking knows? Like that's you, that's the see, thing. this is this is what I'm just so prepared for them to go blow them out tomorrow night and then get blown out in game seven. And it's all like it's just gonna suck. 
I, I know, I don't know if people like this or not, but this is such good therapy. This is such good therapy just to talk it out and just have these kind of conversations because like, if not, you're just going to like, you're just going to spontaneously combust or you're going to yeah. give yourself an ulcer. I have a guy at work who, who's just the most confident Sixers fan all the time. And he always yeah. asks me while I'm like doing some of my work, he'll always ask me about it. And like, I, I think he thinks I watch them all the time. <laughs> And you know what? Sometimes I do amaze myself that like I t- I can talk about them <laughs> the way I can by never watching a game. <laughs> like, I, I think it's I, I actually think if we could find someone who's never heard me and I should just start breaking down Sixers tape. And then at the end of the year, just be like, oh, and by the way, I've never watched a game. <laughs> just see how much, coaching, right? You know how like the, the radio hosts are always like, yeah, no one can just show up and do this job. I guarantee for 365 days, I could just show up and talk Sixers and no one have any idea. I didn't watch fake it till you fucking make it. I, I can read I one can Kyle Newbeck article and be like, okay, I know what happened last night. I can or hear I the talking the points. I could, I could go on the crossing broad Twitter space post game. Hear you guys all argue about it. And the next day, just go regurgitate it to everyone. They're like, this guy knows ball. Yeah, <laughs> it's so simple. And anyone could do it with any sport except for football, because football, you kind of have to have a little bit of an idea of what you're talking about. Yeah, I, don't, I fucking don't. But uh, what? Um, Anything else on the Sixers? I fucking hate the Sixers, but I okay, love it. I hate. Uh, yeah. Game four was so much fun. So much fun. I was That's like, I I'm saw back on Twitter on the fucking Sixers. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. There was so much juice in the Wells Fargo Center. Everybody was cheering. I was hammered. David Dodge was hammered. <laughs> David like, Dodge was not hammered. Like he was hammered. He was drunk off his fucking ass. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand on the soapbox for David Dodge and say his explanation to KYW is like, <laughs> hey, he had he went to a college visit. He had a couple drinks. He mm-hmm. didn't sleep a lot. That guy's gotta be in his late fifties, maybe early sixties. He was tired. He felt like he took a nap. He had a cat nap. Listen, if we got the alternate video of him getting walked out by an usher. <laughs> If that was a cat nap, that was, was the greatest cat nap ever. Yeah. What if he was on edible? No one's that would be even better. Question. Yeah. That would like, be dude, awesome. I was just ripping. I was ripping edibles. Like I don't like the I don't drink guy. I just do edibles. That's a guy that you can only have in your crew and you hang out with every every Wild maybe once bitches. a month. Yeah, maybe um, once a month. Like you don't want to hang out with the, the guy who's at the bar and he comes to the bar but he doesn't drink. He just eats the edible before and he's kind of just like yeah. zoned out in the corner. Um, because then the uh, bartender's like, what's wrong with your guy? It's like, he's not drunk. He's not anything. He's just had too much of a brownie. I don't think my boy, I, I was at a wedding. I was at that wedding a few weeks ago. My sister was looking at me. She's like, you're not drinking much. And I just looked at her. I'm like, I am baked. <laughs> I was like, I am baked. <laughs> she goes, Edible or just. Yeah. I just okay. just ripped an Eddie. And I was like, let's go for it. If you can find one that just works for you well. Oh, it's the best. Dude. Here's old man, Kyle. Kids these days. Uh with the pens, you don't know how good you have it. Do you uh do you remember the first time you smoked weed? This is a good this is just a good topic. I want to get back to David Dodge. Yeah, I think I smoked out of a out of a literal pen. Okay. <laughs> I, I I made my I had a buddy who just made this thing out of a pen and we smoked weed out of it. That's awesome. I Well, the uh, first time was actually I got sold uh, basil or oregano or whatever and I got burned. But, so you, so you're in high school, you're in high school like meme. Yeah, that's how you that's yeah. how you learn. Um, I'll never forget. Like we went to uh, we used to go to the soccer fields and park behind a mulch pile <laughs> because it, remember it was like, remember it was illegal. Like you get a lot of trouble if you got yeah. caught smoking weed. I got put in handcuffs one time for yeah. smoking weed. It's it, dude. Larry Tunzel fell like 20 picks in the draft. 
kids for these days will never know what it's like to hide behind mulch piles in the Jersey Pine Barrens. To smoke Did they ever pot. move the mulch, or was the mulch just always there? They, you know, there was perpetually mulch there for some reason. It was a soccer field. I don't know what they were using the mulch for. You know what? I I, I would be shocked if there weren't random piles of mulch in the Pine Barrens. There's yeah, there's the and those mulch piles is most likely bodies too. I, I feel like there are people who just leave things in the pine barrens. Yeah. You I, go to the, the pine Jersey, barrens. Yeah. The South Jersey talk on this podcast the last two weeks has been fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> really hitting that demo. It's like so, I hate these guys' sports takes, but man, their sport their South Jersey yeah. conversations are the best. I told you guys we didn't prep for this podcast. No, okay. So dr- just bear just with dropping a little Southampton firefighter or fire uh hockey field <sighs> on you. Is good time, but so you, where are you? Where are you? The David Dodge thing, and here's the thing. I think I texted you. I was like, I just have no interest in this. It's one of those things where this guy, it, that joke ran out. That it ran out of steam after five minutes, and it, man, did it hold on for like forty eight hours. I'm like, good lord, we need to stop talking about this. Yeah, we're Wednesday right now. I still see some memes about David Dodge, and I was like, oh wow, I thought this was like a forty eight hour story. We still try to get him on the pod today. Um, just. I'm a little angry about that. Um, <laughs> You're no longer a David Dodge guy. Where are you going to be? No, we, no. Okay, here we go. Let's get into it. We we sent out a tweet saying, hey, does anyone that follow us have any contacts using the power of social media like you should and whatnot? Send it on Twitter. Not really anything. I posted it on our Instagram. And I was like, oh, right, we have a pretty loyal following on Instagram and whatnot. Within two minutes, I tagged the Dodge people. Within two minutes, not two hours, two minutes, Kimberly from mm. Dodge got back to me and said, hey, got your email today. We'll get back to you tomorrow. 12 hours later, Kimberly, where's the goddamn email? And listen, don't get me wrong. I don't think we're some like big fish in this pond. We're a small fish Uh in this big old pond and whatnot. But I don't like liars. And I never got an email back from Kimberly. So Kimberly, if you're out there and you listen to this, you're right next to the Barbera Bear and Dodge and David Dodge is right next to that stupid Barbera Bear at the Phillies game that wouldn't talk to that me. Wouldn't talk so to now you. I got to go to to- uh, Conicelli Toyota or some other. That's your thing. I'm going to be a Cherry Hill. Well, I'm in home and forward. I'll go to Cherry Hill Nissan. I don't care. But I just um, don't like being lied to. I mean, David Dodge can go on all these different crazy Philadelphia sports podcasts. First time, long time. He could have went on that. He could have went on. Name another one. Uh, CEO Joe show. <laughs> um, name another one. Uh, uh, is there any other ones? I'm trying to think who else has like podcasts. I don't know. Uh, Seamus have one. Uh, uh, he probably doesn't say that line's one. got a few. Liberty always, line. Yeah. Yeah. Always sunny sure. in soccer. Always, always soccer in Philadelphia. Always soccer in sunny Philadelphia. Kevin, that's up. a mouthful. That's a mouthful. Kevin. <sighs> Fucking Kimberly. I just, went uh, on. Could have went I, on uh snow the goalie. Could have went on that one too. Him and Bundy just chopping it up. I just really wanted to corner the Philly viral fan moment. Like that's <laughs> yeah, what no, I thought we were gonna do. It would have been kind of cool to kind of carve off that market too, because we quickly got the launcher versus the Met scumbag. We got them quickly. If we were to get I, David Dodge, now we have a trend. I felt like a detective doing detective work. It's it is it is so stupid, but it's some of the most heart racing stuff I've ever done. No one's called me more proud of finding somebody than you. You're like, I got him. Like you were like you were like George Bush when you were like we got him. <laughs> you found Saddam Hussein. And you were like we got him. I'm Obama walking to the podium, and be like tonight we neutralized him. That's right. <laughs> but it's funny. I, I will take all that back. By the way, if David Dodge still wants to come on, yeah, David Dodge. Anytime you, you don't want, want except you don't want to be. Week. You don't want to be in the same company as the Barbera Bear. Not a threat. 
but you don't want to be in the same company as a barbarian. So bear. what's up with that barbarian bear? Because the other one said, "Boy, I guessed." I mean, mm-hmm. that was that was, no, like didn't even think, just said it. Well, it's kind of like David Dodge, where it's like, just say it. People will love you. Hey, just say you were drunk. People will understand. You're not yeah. the first father to get drunk at a at a Sixers game and fall over himself. He, the, he, like, he had what? the he had the wristband. He had the free liquor wristband. And what image are you protecting? You're a car salesman. Everyone already knows you're a sleazebag. Pope. Yeah, you're not the, yeah. you're not running for Congress. You're not uh, Doctor Oz and the other David McCormick guy who I just Dr. can't get off Oz my is a rhino. TV. That's what I heard. Which Republican I just found out. Hiding, I don't even know what it means. Republican in name only. I just in found that out. Yeah. I was like, is this guy really a rhino? What the fuck is going on? What are we getting I think into? He might, he might be practicing rhino pads or something like that. <laughs> uh, but in honor of David Dodge, we're going to do our top five for him this week. It's going to be top five places to be hung over. I went first last time. It looks like you're looking for your list. I'm going to stall. And now, okay, here we go. We're back. Kyle, you can go first this time. Thank you, Gare. Um, top I, five I think- places to be hung over. I think worst places, worst places, worst places to be. I think this is the best one, a plane. Well, the worst, best one, a plane. Plane's tough, especially if it's a bouncy flight. Oh my god! I don't care what it could be bouncy. It can do loop de loops. It just sucks. It could go straight and have no turbulence. I came home from Nashville my first time, Mm -hmm. sweating in the seat. That's not Mm -hmm. fun. That's not fun for anyone. No, it's not fun. And you're affecting everyone around you and mm-hmm. you have that barf bag and you're thinking about using it the entire mm-hmm. time. And you're swallowing back. Oh, it's it's the worst. And you know what's annoying? You could probably fix it a little bit if you just like sat down, said to the flight attendant and been like, you need to just bring me water every 25 minutes for the rest of this flight. But they don't do that. Just keep hitting the call button. They don't want nothing to do with you. Dude, Frontier charges for water. Oh, it's wild. That's it's Frontier, human cattle. Human cattle on Frontier. And I think they're, mer- they're merging with Spirit, which makes it even worse. All right, here's my first one. Uh, your wife's co-worker's wedding. Okay, this sounds very descriptive. I'm yeah, so, yeah, so for some reason, I always get roped into having to do something very significant the day after the first show of Dave Matthews when it's back in Camden. Oh. So I was absolutely hungover. We go to this wedding. And this is the ceremony. And my wife's like, yeah, just sit on the end. Like, we'll be fine. The bride had to text Kate, like, after the pictures came in. But, like, we had to edit your husband out of them. <laughs> I was just sitting there, like, looking like I was going to die. You were, like, ghost white, probably sweating a little bit on the brow. It was, it was, I was wearing a suit, so I was hot. It was summer. It was bad. It was the worst. It, I was so hungover. Everyone were you trying- good for the reception? I, well, I started drinking again. I got back yeah, in a couple of gin that. and tonics back and I was in. But like she literally had to have her pictures and edit me out of them. <laughs> like that's how bad it was. So Liz, you're like, if you're listening, I apologize. You're like forgetting Sir Marshall. Dave. Where it's like, hey, can we get Frankenstein out of the shot? Yeah. Frankenstein yeah. out of the shot, please. Yeah. Just watch that. It's on Netflix. Oh, um, movie. Yeah, nothing. There's there's nothing good about after post dave i feel like post dave post is, dave is, is, is the down. real answer I'm down yeah can we like uh, yoko is going to she she has not yet confirmed nor denied a co-worker's wedding why mm. are we going to co-workers weddings unless it's a small firm and you're really close yeah. yoko i know is not close with this woman so my wife was close with this woman they were practicing in the same office so like they were close to each other but like let me tell you something. I don't even want to go to my own family's weddings. I, I 100% agree. Coworkers, I, like, you should not so be inviting other coworkers. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to leave my house anymore. All <laughs> I want to do is be here. I just like being here. Dad life. <laughs> What's your second one? 
I don't, you're not a practicing Catholic, but Stations of the Cross. It's okay. a church. <laughs> Stations of the Cross? Stations of the Cross. Yeah, okay. I know what they are. Okay, good, good, good. So there's like 18 of them? Yeah. And I've never been hung over for Stations of the Cross before, but when I was going to school, in Catholic school, elementary school, they would make you stand in this hot church in the middle of May and go through 20, 18, whatever Stations of the Cross there are, and kids would pass out left and right. It's got to suck being hung over doing that. It's because they lock their knees. You can't lock your knees when you're standing up. That's how you pass out. Interesting. Yeah, that's what I was told at Cooper Hospital. We went on a tour there once, and they were like, bend your knees or you'll pass out. Someone did. Are we, call, are we doing like squats or are we doing like just- No, you just got to sea legs. You got to have sea legs. Just keep it moving? Yeah, just keep, you know, keep, keep moving. Take a seat okay. if you don't feel great. Um, that doesn't sound good. Um, I'm going to take an obvious one off the board. I've worked in a cube. If you're hung over in a cube, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. I actually, I went to an Eagles game once. I think I, it was a Sunday night game. I went to work on Monday. I left at noon and threw up in the parking lot. Yeah. I was, it's awful. Like you're staring at a computer screen. It's already bright. The phone's ringing. You're talking to people on the phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is the worst. Why does it always feel like there's an emergency whenever you're hungover at work or there's more work to do oh than the God. normal type of work? It's just like if you're going to go on vacation at the end of the day, like maybe you're mm-hmm. leaving at three that day. You're the busiest you've ever been mm-hmm. till three o'clock. It's, it makes zero, zero sense. I, I God I, hates people. I had work on mine. I, I hated what I did. So that's why I hated being hungover mm-hmm. in the cube. I didn't like the people around me at all the times. I would do the old thing where you sit in the in the bathroom for 30 minutes and you just scroll your phone passing the day. If if you are a cube worker, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, here's a quick tip for you. Show up and just drink as much water as humanly possible throughout the entire day. Just so you get that little break to walk away and take a piss. Mm-hmm. It's also super good for you. So I stole them. so much money being hung over at Comcast. Yeah. That building was huge. I could I could scale the whole entire building Where if I wanted to. Fuck is Kyle? Yep. There were so many rooms minutes. to hide in. So many. There was fifty five floors to hide in. <laughs> so much money I stole. Yeah, work's brutal, especially if you're in the cube. It's it's the computer screen is what when I really think about it, just staring at that bright screen all day, hung over. You're like, this sucks. You see those stupid Excel boxes in your nightmares. Yes. All right. Another one that I you won't understand. Sunday dinner. I had an ex, and this is the reason why she's an ex. Every Sunday, Italian Italian Sunday dinner. Every Sunday. This goes into my plane Nashville story. Nashville, I'm sweating, sweating on the plane, hungover as anything. I just want to go home and sleep. She picks me up at the airport. We go to Sunday dinner, and that's why she's an ex-girlfriend. There's other (laughs) things, too, but. I hope she listens to that. I hope she listens too. I hope I hope she listens. She knows. She's and Kyle's so happy with Yoko. Oh. And so Yoko's much. way better in the sack. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Sunday dinners, man, is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous tradition. I know I'm not Italian. I'm 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 pig shit Irish, but like every Sunday going to dinner to eat the same meals every four oh, weeks. Oh, it's a heavy meal too. It's oh. a heavy meal. A lot of pasta, a lot of questions. Sauce. How are you doing? You're going to get much, married? Not much since seven days ago. Yeah. I don't, and I also don't care. I don't want to talk to you. No. That's, you know what's great about being Irish, which we, you know, I pseudo am, you definitely are. Just yeah, the Irish German. exit is, is fine. Just be like, okay, I'm out. Later. Mm. You think that's only allowed to be happen because we're Irish? No, I'm just saying, like, Italians have Sunday dinner. We have the exit. 
I got Polish friends that are notorious yeah. Irish exers. Potato eaters over there. All right. Kids, anything. Anything to do with kids. Mm. See, oh, my God. I was going to put that down, but I can't say that I have any friends that have kids. It's uh, only been once or twice where I've had to, like, child rear while hungover. Oh, it is the worst. I don't think I've been to a first uh, a, a one-year-old party yet. Yeah. Well, you're not on the list for Baker, so just letting you know. Okay. Well, okay. So, you know. That- Hurts a little bit, but I understand. Yeah, well, I pro- it was you probably had to cut some people, and it was probably like, "Hey, the house, you know, it only fits a certain amount." <laughs> yeah. We're still in a pandemic, technically. I have a big family. Yeah, you got a big family. Uh, yeah, a couple people had to go. You just I don't have a car. List. Yeah, Yoko does. We know that. Yeah, uh, but hey, you know, I don't. I don't take offense. That's I fine. Hope to make the second birthday, but anytime, anytime with, like, I like. Go back to last week when we were talking about like having to go to Storybook Land or Sesame Place. If you have to go to a public place, especially and watch your kid and you're hungover, I'd rather shoot myself. Yeah. One more thing on Baker's birthday party. Uh-huh. He's not going to remember anyone that was there. I plan on getting it at five, ten years old. Smart maybe move. Fifteen when he'll actually remember me. He'd be like five years old. He'd give him a wrist rocket and be like, "Great, thanks. You got you yes. bought a lawsuit." Yes, a red rifle BB gun for Baker. I'm just going to get Baker the worst presents for you. <laughs> For him, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Kyle got you a cattle prod. <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> oh, great. Kyle got you a whoopee cushion. Take this into the take this into school. Or Kyle got you two tickets to go s- to flash dancers. Um <laughs> Kyle got what? me a card that's a gift card to Brazzers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll take that for you, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be the metaverse by then. You're gonna have an <laughs> Oculus. I'm gonna get an Oculus and this free subscription of Brazzers. This guy's never going to ask me a single question. He'll just Google things. I'm just a sperm donor at this point. That is true. That's actually pretty awesome. It's terrifying. I think I'm four. I'm on four, right? Yep. Uh, a, a 5K. I know oh. sickos that do that that go out the night before Thanksgiving and then wake up and do the turkey trot 5K. Why is the turkey trot a thing? There are people who don't drink on Wednesdays. I actually it's, am one of those. I play. I play in a family football game every that Wednesday night. So you could or Wednesday night. Wednesday night, you play in a family football game Wednesday night when it gets dark at three. Yeah, people have to work till five. It gets dark by then. Are you playing on like a lit up field? Oh yeah, we we pay for the lights to be turned on and everything. It's a real thing. Oh, They've shit. been doing it for like thirty some years. I mean, most normal people just go to a park and play on Thursday morning. You you no. just pay for the township, though. Yeah, we put the lights on. Okay. Shout out Mount. Shout, uh, shout out Morristown. All right. Shout out Morristown, indeed. Um, I also know people who like ran the Broad Street Run and would go out the night before, and that's ten miles, and that's just, just insane. You're an insane person. Like, uh, just stop being better than the rest of us. I have over under a half of a half K left in me, a five K. Like in the rest of my life, I would set the over under at half. If I'll ever run a five K again, you think you could run a mile tomorrow? Like, and this is like a time constraint. No. Yeah. I could run a mile without stopping. Just out of sure willpower. Yeah, I could do it. It would hurt, but I could do it. Yeah. Cool. Love it. Yeah. It wouldn't look pretty. Mental toughness. Might take 18 minutes. (laughs) It's okay. Hey, (laughs) no time constraints. I just want to see if if you can still do it. I would do it. You put me on a track tomorrow, I would run four laps without stopping. So here's the thing. Would you do it the next day, too? Oh, no. Yeah. The next day, I'd probably be like, no, I did that yesterday. I'm good. I love that. I love that. Oh, my God. I love that. Because I I do that all the time where it's like, hey, I did that. 
Yeah. But I'm not going to do it again. I'm also experiencing some knee discomfort. 30's oh. killing me. You don't want you don't the knee, you know the knees are tough. The knee the knees tough. The knees is, is are the fulcrum of the body. It really is. And anyway, getting to the point where I'm considering seeing a physician. Oh, about the whole thing. Good luck yeah. on the knees. Um, third day of a bachelor party. Okay, do you have any? Because I'm going to one tomorrow. Are you going tomorrow? The third day, you got to rally around your boys, and you're just going to go for it. The third day before you start drinking is brutal. So you said that I'm in charge of the groom and making sure the groom has a good time until Saturday night. Like I'm can drink and everything, but like yeah. I'm, I handle you're, all the problems, and then the Saturday night man, happens. So you, you need to manage the boys in the group until Saturday night. And then you're you're off the hook. Because we got some wild cards. Yeah. You just, Every group you does. Just make sure make sure the groom's having a good time. Make sure he's not paying for shit. Get the Saturday night go buck wild. You can drink all you want. Because naturally what will happen. How many people are going? We're down to nine. Okay. Six of those guys are eventually going to be like, dude, it's 3 a.m. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. You don't go home until the groom wants to go home. And you're just rolling deep. What if the groom wants to go home early? Call him a pussy. That's when you start calling him a pussy. Okay, that's okay. There's there's no way you can be in the hotel room before 2.30. Okay. Like, 2.30 has to be. I mean, once you get to 3 o'clock, the night's kind of dead anyway. Like, I went to Boston. Like, everything closes at 2. So, it's like, True. that's it. But, like, True. if you're I'm in New Charles- York. I'm in Charleston. I don't think it's got a real no, huge but if you, life. If you do, like, New York or Vegas, like, you can legitimately just not stop. True. So, also true. it's... He's not it's necessarily crazy. a pussy, but he's one of those guys that like he's a narcolept a little bit, a little narcoleptic who yeah. just who just fall asleep. Then he can draw a dick on his face, though. Mm, there you go. His, his but bring an expo. Don't kill him. Just bring an okay. expo marker. Don't don't hit him with a sharpie. Just bachelor I need a, party. I, I need a ruling. Um, I'm going to expose a little bit of something, something. Ooh. I need a ruling from you. OK, so do we want to do it after top five or does it? No, 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 this is good. Okay. And it, and it and it goes into this. Okay. The the wife of the uh the guy, future wife, future wife. Okay. Asked us to all get covid tests before we go down there for her brother who has a 5-year-old. Obviously there's you can't get vaccines as a 5-year-old right now. Mm-hmm. But asked me less than 12 hours ago and we're leaving at 10:30. Can morning. you do a rapid test? We all, we all got them. We all got them. We did it. We can all get at home tests. They're not, they're not, you know, they're, you can get right. That's fucked up, right? It should have been asked about mm, a week ago. Yeah, it should have been asked about a week ago. Okay. But, I mean, I get it. I get it, but it's like, also, no, I get it. I also get it. I, I also get it 24 hours before. I also think she, her, the priority is a little whack. I think it makes a lot more sense for you to COVID test when you return. I mean, we all got COVID tests, and then we're going to be in Charleston bars where the College of Charleston is graduating. So there's going to be five thousand people, yeah, in that in that city. I would preemptively just buy COVID tests down there because this well, is going I'm, to happen again. I did my duty. I did my justice. I'm just saying, she might ask again, and be like, "Hey, oh. hate to be a bother, but I missed that text message." <laughs> no, sorry. Text message or you just say, I, "We're all negative," or just have one scapegoat. Lucky enough, we're all good people. We all got it. We all pass with flying yeah. colors. Yeah, there we go. Like but, love to hear it. I would like seven days notice. Even even forty eight hours notice. Even forty eight hours. So like on your way home from work, you can be like, all right, I'll just grab this and get it done. It's true. I was waiting for the bus today. I went into a pharmacy and got it. Simple enough. Did you ever do you ever feel like a creep asking for one? 
I was coughing a little bit, but I just had something in my throat, and they definitely like were like, "What are you fucking doing?" I went and bought three the other day because we all had a little <laughs> bit of cough. Oh, I mean, me, my wife, and Baker, we tested all three, right? And I'm like, I'm like, do you guys have home tests? And I'm just standing there with no mask on. The yeah. lady's like, yeah, they're right here. And I'm like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you're fine. Uh, your last one. Drunk tank. Been there. I haven't been really? hungover. I got out of there, but. I've never been in one. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an experience. You should get put in a drunk story. tank. I think that would be number one that I would never want to. I know a buddy on Wednesday before Thanksgiving got drunk, fell asleep in a Chili's vegetable, and woke up in the and woke up in the drunk tank. In the that's got to be the worst thing in the world. Parents never found out. Yeah, um, I got caught running barefoot in Boston with an empty thirty, but my shoes were in the thirty though. Oh, a thirty pack. I was, I was I had a thirty. 30. I had a thirty pack, but my shoes were off. And the cop stopped me. He's like, what are you doing? Why do you have open alcohol? But inside the box of the 30 beers, there was no beer, the divider, and my shoes. And he put you in the drunk tank? Oh, yeah. I was very drunk. Oh, was, come on. I was very drunk. Drive you back to the house and call it a night. Oh, uh, no. He took me right home because I couldn't I couldn't remember where, uh, where my, my house uh, was. All right, I, was well. like, I was like, I don't know where I am. He's like, go to the drunk tank, pal. Right. Luckily, yeah. I got only put with one other guy, and he happened to be my teammate, and we didn't know we were going to be there together. That's awesome. That's well, good yeah, team I, just, I was like, whoa, what's up, man? That's a story you have forever. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. And I just remember the cop being like, the first thing you said, if we was like, oh, if we had beer, this would be great. <laughs> cop was like, when you said that, I was like, I just got to get these assholes out of here. <laughs> he was cool about it. They didn't charge us or anything. He just put us in protective custody. Yeah, I mean, blacking out and waking up in the drunk tank has to be one of the scariest moments of 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 your life. Yeah, our uh, our coach pulled us, uh, picked us up. wasn't happy about it. Yeah, I could I could see that. Because they just kept saying "call Tyler" and they called. It's a cool Tyler. coach. Yeah, he was. Yeah, well, it was nice of him. Um, that's do I have one left. I have three here that I think are all equally bad. So I'm going to say all three of them. One angry wife. I'm just going to say anytime you're around, you're hungover by an angry wife, it's not great. Seven, this is this is depressing around happy people. If you're at a place that's like a happy occasion and you're hungover, that's awful. Yeah. yeah. And then the last the one chemical I have is, balance is just not there. So yeah. The last one I have is the bar. Hungover at a bar. You you went too hard. Like earlier in the day. And like maybe you're doing oh. an all day event and now you're just hungover at the bar. Yeah, the re hungover stinks. I got hungover midway through the plane flight on the way down to the yeah. Spain. Yeah. The way down to Spain? Well, over to Spain. Whatever the fuck. So yeah, you drank on so you how much drinking happened? Did your mom oh, put we did, him away? Oh, we did oh my mom fell down the second night. She fell I, off the steps the I second love your night. Mom already. She put him she put him down. We did like thirty six bottles of wine in seven days. Why the, the prices over there are amazing, dude. Yeah. Oh. Makes up for the lack of plumbing. Yeah, uh almost. Okay. Yeah. Um so but that's no, kind of makes up for the lack of plumbing. The electricity. Terrible grid. Okay. A lot of issues with Europe. Terrible fucking grid. Um, I want to do this new segment. I just look up some things that are, tre- are trending on on Twitter, and I'm just going to run them by you. Um, yeah. My first one is uh, Hillary Duff still got it. Yeah. You didn't see the spread? I saw it. The spread, she still got it. That was a net nothing. We'll move on to the next one. I saw her Hulu show, and I, she didn't bring her fastball like I thought she was. Eh, no, but okay. this, 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 this shoot brought her back. She wasn't painting the black. And it's Photoshop. It's touched up. Oh, well, you know, 
You think you probably think all the Instagram models on Instagram are, are real too. I think my strike strippers like you too. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I just you know, I just I this is the pick. It was it was a good spread. It was a good spread. I think it's bringing. I think Gary's having nostalgia and and that kind of played a little factor. Into she didn't it. look good and cheaper by the dozen though. Yeah, I mean, she, uh, yeah, I don't even know if she was 18. Is it like Lizzie McGuire? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then lastly, um, Mia Khalifa. Yeah. They want you to support the rebrand. What she, the fuck is going on there? So hold on, let's, let's explain to the people. She wants you to support her rebrand and have a more female base, a supportive female fan base. And she will be blocking creeps and jerks. Okay. Mind you, Mia Khalifa was at one point the number one porn star on Pornhub. I think those creeps and jerks will just never go away. When no. everyone in the world has seen you just gobble cock, sorry, like you're gonna get <laughs> creeps and get creeps and jerks. Gobble cock. It's just the truth. And you're right. I mean, you picked a industry of creeps and jerks. And I hey, I love a second career. Tom Brady, $375 million. Yeah. Uh Tony Romo. Oh, I'll just keep naming announcers. John Lynch. You got any more? <laughs> I you love a any second career. Non-sports related ones. I don't know anyone else who hasn't had a second career. Ryan uh, Reynolds. Condoleezza, is a Condoleezza Rice. There you go. Condoleezza Rice has had the greatest second career of all time. Like we said, she has more influence on American sports for someone who's never been a professional athlete. You're exactly right. Good for her. No, this but Condoleezza look, Rice pod. I'm all for the rebrand. Yeah, but I'll never forget what I've seen you do. No. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly which one you're talking about. It's the one in the hijab. Yeah. Everyone's seen it. Everyone's seen it. It's it's a top five and it ain't five porn video that all of us that everyone's seen it are like, 20, I mean, like 30 and probably below has seen Look, it. When in your fan base is based on people just watching you get pounded, like that's like look, I get it. Maybe you now. maybe you, you made your money, but like you know, you made your bed sleeping it. You kinda asked for this one. This is still a sports podcast, right? It's a summer, dude. Sixers stink. Mm-hmm. We, Phillies. We'll ramp it back up rounder about rounder about August when the Eagles kick it off again. You can't say we didn't warn you that this podcast was going to go everywhere. No, but I thought this was worth talking about. I did too. And congratulations on the rebrand, Mia Khalifa. We're rooting yeah, for you. I'm rooting I, for. Her. I think, dude, go get an OnlyFans. Go into porn. Whatever you can do to make money and get that bag. Mm-hmm. Before your time is over, it's exactly you what go we were saying it. before the podcast. You you get go, your money. Go get your money. But go get your money. The way you get your money is going to be consequences. Sometimes, it, yeah. I mean, hey, listen. Every decision has a cause and effect, and that's where we leave you. Spot the lie. Spot the lie. Thank you very much hey, for listening. Yeah. One more thing. I'm sorry. We'll no. cut that out. No. What do you got? Ray Diddy. Oh. You had a great segment on this. Now we're going to let's go back to being a sports podcast for a second. Okay. Here's a you sports had, podcast. You had texted me. Is there anyone in the current landscape of Philadelphia that has the chance to become a legendary figure like Ray Didinger? My simple answer is no. It's mm-hmm. not possible because he came up the old fashioned way as a writer. People loved him and then he transitioned to radio and that's now a dying career a little bit of well. I wouldn't say it's a dying career, especially not in Philadelphia. People love it. Um, do you have anyone? Because I have one person I think they could do it. But he doesn't work for the Inquirer, which makes it tough. Yeah. Um, he well, Dick Girardi, who I don't who even retired a couple. He retired a couple years ago. 
If he was more public facing, he would have been up there with Ray Diddy. But he was more just a reporter, okay. all-time guy, all around aces, top 10, 10 out of 10, guy you want to bring home to your wife, but also guy you want to bring home to your grandchildren. Okay. Um, he's like 75 years old. Okay. If, you're, okay. if you brought him home to your wife, you'd be like, why are you hanging out with this guy? But awesome dude. Just a, Who is that? Aces. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish I gave this more thought. Mine is. Where did aces come from? Is that a new a new term for you? The Philly Godfather said it one time. Oh, and now okay. I just say it all the time. <laughs> that dude's aces. Um, it's a great. It's a great way. Is it a great saying? It's a great way to say. Who's? Uh, it's oh, it's like the way. Um, the way D- David Dodge he described him getting fucked up. It was like, oh, I, yeah. I, can, I, I got could play a lot. with the best one. I could play with. I could play something. It was. It was an all time. It was Swiss like I could play night. longer than that. Yeah. I can like, play all night. It's like, like that was an awesome line. Oh, like, that's okay, a line you know what? Just... I have crossing broad up. Let me see if I can't find the actual line for us. Yeah, um, here we go. Kyle Newbeck is actually one that I was thinking of. I can I don't play for why. long periods. I can play time. for long periods. Yeah, like that's an awesome line. It's good for him. That's um, him just flexing a little bit that he can drink on you. The only thing with everybody, and you said it, the the easy answer is no. That like you have to have a take on everything. You can't be a middle guy. Right. You can't be. You can't have a formulated opinion that has both nuance and also go one way, but also, uh, also goes the other way. I don't fucking know. You also have to have like really good analytical takes on it too, right? Like which yeah. Ray Didinger always did. Now this there are is people who hated Ray Didinger, by the way. Uh, who? I'll show there- you a liar. Uh, you don't think Mad Mike or some other cesspool Twitter guy? Let me tell you something. Mad Mike's a caricature. Okay. I'm you don't sorry. think there's some cesspool guy who was just like, you know, this Ray Diddy's getting a little too much shine. Like, I, I don't want to talk ill will on Mad Mike because I like the guy, but like, he, there's just no way he believes what comes out of his mouth. It's a story for another day. It's true. Um, so I actually put a lot of thought into this, and I have two. I have now two people that I actually think they could pull it off. If he becomes a little bit more personable and maybe got a little bit more airtime. I actually think Zach Berman could do it. Hmm. I do think Zach has the potential to be that kind of guy. Put him with the right person. Uh, Ray started off. I wouldn't even say Zach's stuffy. Zach's very professional. Ray's very professional, but he, you know, as he got older and more comfortable, started showing his personality a little bit and he would do impressions on the air and people would bring funny things out of him. Um, but I think Zach kind of has that potential because he, he's a good writer and I think if he can transition to being a really good speaker, which I think he already is, he just needs to find that right partner. I think Zach could kind of pull it off. He'd I be also, good on um, on the post game. He would be good on the post game. The problem is, I feel like Seth Jordan would try to eat him. Like he would just try to like go after him all the time. It wouldn't yeah, be fun see, because Seth was not. You know, Seth was probably afraid of Ray Diddy because Ray Diddy was probably like, "I have the stats, yeah. to prove that you sucked in like thirty six or something it, like that." And it's also that like. Yeah, and it's also that like you know Ray Diddy just had the the years like you don't you don't go yeah. after you know Joel Embiid if you're Jaden Springer no and then the other person I had though and I I I think he's kind of working his way there is like Reese wow Ike, Ike Reese does a really good job but he's on the radio I know yeah. but he does a really good job he's one of those players that Philadelphia fell in love with he was a perennial backup uh, special teams all star lunch pail guy. My guy is probably too old. Ruben. Ruben Frank. I, You know what? I would have put Ruben down. You know what I really like about Ruben is Ruben will go after you on Twitter a little bit, too. Yeah. 
Um, and he's not a hot take guy. He just no. presents what he thinks, and that's that. There's a lot of guys that could do it, but it's 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 more of like the okay, I like him in Ray Diddy, but it's like the respectability factor. Yes, like that's the hardest thing to achieve. That everybody, ninety nine percent of people, respect you. But it was also like the way Dinager spoke. Like Dinager spoke such a matter of fact way, and he made and he made you think every time he talked. Like I I I met him one time, and it was uh. He was super nice, super generous with his time. There was a ton of people who wanted to talk to him. Said thank you, took a picture. It was it was fantastic. Um, but he, I mean, he just really endeared himself to the fan base because he he was a fan. I mean, he wrote a whole story about how much of a fan he was. Tommy and me. Hmm. Like he's a whole Donald? play. Yeah, he's a whole yeah. play about how how he became a fan of the Eagles, and people go and see it. Oh yeah, I forgot about like, that. He. I mean, the guy has just ingratiated himself to a city, and I really do think the Eagles should name the press box after him. Yeah, I saw that floated out there. It's a, it's a no-brainer. It's a like, no-brainer. He's he Look, if you were to like rank Philadelphia people, he'd be up there with the Brian Dawkins and Chase Utley's of the world in terms of beloved in the city. He's he's definitely the most beloved media personality we've ever had. Ooh, hot take, Merle Reese. I don't know. I, I think Merrill is like, he's a play-by-play guy, though. Wow. Is he just a play-by-play guy? Kind of is, though. He isn't, I mean, he'll do hits with Angelo, but like, think about this. Angelo's retiring, and we're not talking about him this way. Nope. Because Angelo's turned himself into a clown. <laughs> it's hard not to. <laughs> I mean. You do look, 30 years, it's hard not to turn yourself into I, a clown I, at some point. And, and Angelo's a legend, but he's nowhere, he doesn't cast as anywhere close to as much of a shadow as Ray Dinager does. Nah, I hear you. No, there's. I mean, it, it'll it'll never be replicated. Um, I didn't know about the fact that that guy didn't have a phone. Like he doesn't yeah. have a cell phone. This guy just I, loves ball and hitting it with his wife. Yeah, and his dog, and his dog. grandchildren. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I actually, I'm actually kind of mad at myself because like I'm not a sports radio guy. So like I never really listen to him or Mac now, and and it's I'm fantastic. A, it's great every Saturday. I like everyone I look, says. When they started doing Tell Us Your Story, too, like it really took it to the next level because like you would get people – I mean, you know me, and I'll bring it up for the thousandth time. Like When they did Michael Arruzzioni, like I thought that was like the coolest thing I'd ever listened to. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't even alive, but I love that 1980 hockey team. I just find it fascinating. I've read every book you can read about it. It's just – it was one of the coolest interviews I ever heard, and for them to make Arruzzioni a guy who like didn't turn out to be like a professional hockey player but has – maybe one of the most fam- famous goals in hockey history is it's just mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. The only one I ever listened to was the guy who, um, who wrote uh mayor of East town. I just caught myself in a car one day. There you once go. Again, not a car. Don't have a and car. It was, and it was definitely good. Wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Cause it was Ray and it was, it was Glenn. They just yeah. did a good job. Yeah. And I never really watched the daily news live or whatever the hell it's called after the Eagles post game. Cause I just never wasn't my cup of tea. I would uh, Kevin Kincaid had floated this out. Who should be on with Mac now? And my picks would either be Ruben Frank or Derek Gunn. Sure, I, those are the two people I'd like to see take that spot when he's gone. D Gunn, I think D Gunn could be the next Ray. Yeah, the problem is he got laid off by NBC Sports Philadelphia. It's true. So they're working for Jackup Media. It is true. I think D Gunn is probably the number one contender. It's not a bad take. People love yeah. D Gunn. People do love D Gun, and the guy the guy stays in his lane. He knows his lane. He knows his shit. The players just, love him. He's great, great, 
Uh, you, you get to know him a little bit because he, you know, takes a picture of his grill every now and then. What about John Clark? No. No. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Water Boys podcast presented by Crossing Broad. We'll talk to you next week.